The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. On December 27th, 1892, Livingstone and Biddle College, now known as Johnson C. Smith University, played in Salisbury, North Carolina, with Biddle winning 5-0. to zero. Over time, HBCU football has evolved. HBCU football's popularity continues to rise. Millions attend games each year and millions more watch on television. The HBCU bands provide some of the top entertainment in the country. Over that time, some of the best players to ever play in the National Football League played at HBCUs. Every Monday through Friday on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, national radio and television host Donald Ware takes a look at what's happening in HBCU football and talks with coaches, players, administrators, and media about the season. Make sure you join the conversation on social media now. Here's your host, Donald Ware. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, November the 3rd. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! Week 10 in HBCU football. And boy, I tell you what, uh, this Week 10 promises to be something very, very special, particularly when you look at the SIAC, particularly when you look uh, at the CIAA. A couple, of, uh, a couple of teams have some opportunities to play in a conference championship game. Speaking of one of those teams, in his first season as the head football coach at Tuskegee, is Aaron James. He's an alum of the university. And as a matter of fact, if Tuskegee wins, it's in against Benedict next week in the SIAC championship game as Aaron James joins us here on the program. What's going on, Coach James? Nothing much. Just trying to get these guys ready, prepared, and uh, ready to go this weekend. No doubt about it. Big game. Let, but let me let me start here. Were you surprised when the D2 rankings came out that a team that you had beaten earlier in the season, Fort Valley State, was in fact in the rankings and, and Tuskegee was not? Um, I, I would, with the polls and everything, I wouldn't say I was surprised because, I mean, you know, it's a hit and miss with it. Uh, Fort Valley, has a, they have a tough team, and, and the coaches, Coach Gibbs is doing an amazing job with those guys over there. And, um you know, I, like I said, I wasn't surprised. Like I say, it just—I mean, it's just supposed to me. Yeah, your your thoughts um, in terms of where your team sits right now, how the team has played. You're seven and two on the season, coming into this matchup against Miles on Saturday. Um, I think for us, like I say, we, we're seven and two, and and like I said earlier, with the with the with the polls, with the positions and the numbers that we are where we sitting at right now, that's just a number. I know our guys are. Are well well equipped and, and ready to go each weekend and week out, and uh, they bought into the system and you know they they play they play hard and and I, let, I know you probably looked at some of those games and we was down in some games and we had to the defense had to you know saying get about out of uh, a lot of those games and offensively we we scored when we needed to score to win the game so I mean we got a, a good young team and 
they're ready to be battle tested and ready to roll. After the loss to Edward Waters, you come right back the next week, get the win on the road, by the way, um, at Savannah State. It's a tough – look, I, I realize Savannah State's record is what it is. Savannah State has like two or three wins. But so it's a solid program. Speak to getting that victory bouncing back after a loss and still staying in contention for the SIAC championship game. Oh, that was a big that was a big win for us. Um, the SIAC, you know, week in and week out, we got to come play ball. This is a tough league, and I think with guys looking on the outside, looking in, just looking at, you know, names uh, of each of the colleges that always been at the top of the list, you know, each year. And uh, But like I say, each year, these guys, this, this conference is tough. And for us to be be able to bounce back from that loss against Edward Waters' homecoming, those guys fought back in that Savannah State game, and, and we pulled it out. Yeah, there's no question about that. Speak to the off. You've been you were the offensive coordinator there, uh, meaning at at your alma mater uh, on last year. Of course, got the head coaching job, and we'll talk a little bit uh, more about that. How do you feel like the offense is has played so far this season? Uh, we still at, at times we sputtered sometimes, but um, you know we we been through. I played four quarterbacks, and you know uh, we did that last year, but. Either one of those guys that get in, you know, I, I know their skill set, you know what, you know what, what they're good at. But um, those guys rally around, you know, the other players rally around anybody that's in the in the game behind the center. So um, I love I love my group, I love my team, and you know, um, those guys they fight week in and week out. Playing is that by design in terms of playing um, a couple of quarterbacks? Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. I mean, sometimes. You know, um, a quarterback has to get in a rhythm, and sometimes with me being a former quarterback, I know what it what it takes, and I know what it you know what a rhythm looks like for the guys that have the hot hand to go into the um, to the game, and then I just play it by ear and just see how how they perform it uh, throughout each series. And that running game has been very consistent for you all season long. You've got a stable of running backs. You're averaging close to 150 yards rushing per game. Yes, we got, we got, like I said, we got a young team and we got some young backs in the backfield. So those guys are, are carrying the load and, and, um, in the offensive lineman that we got, they're making holes for those guys, but they, they're good, hard, tough runners. And like I said, they, they, they're real young and they battle tested. Aaron James is in his first season as the head football coach at his alma mater, Tuskegee, as he joins us here on the program. Look, it, it doesn't matter who's, who, who maybe, well, it does, but if, you know what I mean in terms of, who the quarterback is when you got a guy like Antonio Meeks, this guy is absolutely unbelievable. He's averaging almost 20 yards per reception. He had a really, really good season last year as well. Your wide receiver speak to how well he's playing. I mean, he's like, he's a young guy as well. He was a true freshman last year started and uh, his skill set is amazing. Uh, I just knew that coming into this season, he, he worked so hard this off season in the summer and, and just trying to uh, put his game to to the uh, you know saying to a high level, and he's done that. But you know he um, he had an injury, and he missed like three games. But uh, he bounced back, and and he is like he never he never left. You know, and that's the the, the thing. Let let me switch to the defensive side of the football because I think sometimes mm-hmm. you can look at the numbers and maybe the, I mean you're, you're giving up yardage wise about 230 mm-hmm. yards passing per game. At the end of the day, however, you have 17. That defense has got 17 interceptions. Like, that's a lot of interceptions. Uh, Michael King's got five of those uh, interceptions. He got six. Six. Okay, he's got six. Yeah. They, they they shortchanged him here, Coach. 
James yeah. <laughs> or, or, or one of them. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you, you know, your thoughts in terms of the way that the defense has played so far this year? Man, the defense has, has been playing lights out. Uh, you know, like looking at the stats, I mean, it doesn't show – it doesn't show what they what they are doing on the field, but uh, my defensive coordinator, Rashawn Watson, and and those uh, defensive coaches on that side of the ball, they do an amazing job week in and week out with those guys, getting them prepared and ready to go um, for the game. So, like I say, we got a young group, and Michael King, uh, he was a receiver last year, and uh, he's the he's I mean his skill set is amazing as well. So, we put him over at the uh, defensive side of the ball, uh, like I think like the second game of the season, and. I mean, he just blossomed into a, a phenomenal player. And I guess it helps, right? Like, you know, a lot of times they say, well, corners or defensive backs may not. That, that's why they're playing that position because they may, maybe they don't catch the ball so great. But, man, I mean, this guy's a converted wide receiver. So, you you know, he's getting his – when he gets his hands on that football, he, he's going to make that pick. Oh, yes. He, I mean, he, he got a net for the ball. I mean, and like I said, for him being a receiver, he know – different angles and, and um, adjustments he has to make to catch the ball. So when that ball is in the air, uh, 50-50 the ball, I'm expecting him to come down with it. No doubt about it. Your thoughts on on Miles and maybe some of the challenges the Golden uh, the Golden Bears present? Um, I mean, they got a Coach Sam Shade. He's doing an amazing job with that, that group over there. Um, they got a lot of talent on the field, and a couple of those guys was uh, playing when I was over there coaching as well. So, um I mean, he, he's doing a, he's doing an amazing job with those guys. I think they're a really solid team, and we just got to be prepared and ready to go. For you, what does it mean to be the head football coach at your alma mater? Oh, it means it means everything. Uh, knowing that I put in the work, playing here as a as a student athlete, and coming back and coaching, and and now I'm sitting in this seat where I'm at now. Um, it's it's amazing, Coach Coach Ruff, well, my AD Ruffin. Get, I want to thank him for giving me this opportunity. Uh, without without that, you know, I'll just be a, a old ball coach. But uh, but I, I'm excited about the opportunity, and and I just think that for me being in this seat and then just knowing how to give those guys the information that I've received when I was playing here uh, back in the day. So um, I mean, it, it's exciting. Now you got? Did you get the job in March? No, I got the job in December. You got of, uh, this past season. Okay, yes. you've got it. You got it in December, which is traditional. So, how have you grown in now these really almost eleven, almost eleven full months now as as the head football coach at your alma mater? I think I've grown pretty well. Um, last season, Coach Ruffin really he gave me the keys a little bit. Uh, last season, um, for uh, me being the head coach and waiting, but uh, I think I've grown, grown, and um, it's a lot on my plate. But I'm, I'm a I always like a challenge, so um, it's nothing really, really nothing I can um, I can't handle. In the SIAC, like how have you seen it? I don't know, grow, change, whatever the case may be. In twenty years, I think your last year may have been two thousand one, so a little bit more than than twenty years. How have you seen the SIAC change slash grow? Um, it's it's a pass. It's more of a passing league now. Uh, you know, just just seeing everything for us uh, back in the days, more traditional under center. Um, ISO lead power, but uh, nowadays, I mean, for us, for us offensive wise, it's more spread, and um, just in in the conference alone, you got you got programs with better facilities and everything. That's you know that's a plus. So uh, you know we got our facility upgraded last year, and uh, it was way overdue. But just looking at it from the from back then to now, that's what I I, I think that's uh, biggest change. 
Aaron James again in his first season as the head football coach of his alma mater, Tuskegee. Big time showdown in Fairfield, Alabama on Saturday. Tuskegee on the road at Miles. A win means the Golden Tigers are in to the SIAC championship game. Coach James, appreciate the time. Good luck and continued success to you and Tuskegee. Thank you. And I also want to say, I mean, my, my coaching staff does an amazing job. I know I, I left off my um, talking about my offensive side of the ball, but my offensive coaches, they 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 hold me, they hold me down. Uh, you know, for me, calling the plays and having to, you know, uh, be absent at times, but they 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 step in and, and, and just make sure that everything is running well. So my hat's off to my offensive staff. We hope you enjoy this episode of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can watch on our YouTube page on YouTube at HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to get your HBCU football fix on Box to Row with Donald Ware each weekend on a radio station near you and on Sirius XM on the HBCU channel, channel 142, and on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM, channel 84. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest in HBCU football. And don't forget to tell a friend.